Hello, welcome back to Meaning in Code. I am your co-host, Lily, and I am here with my co-host, Bennett. Hello, Lily. How's it going? Going well. How about you? Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. Nice. Um, wonderful. Well, today I, I, I came in hot. I had some philosophical questions for Bennett here, and I feel like I'm very, I'm very interested to hear the, uh, the takes and, and where we kind of go with it. So mm. uh, our, main, our main topic today uh, is going to be kind of a, taking a step back with a question of, um, like, should we even be looking for meaning in our, in our careers and kind of where to go with that? And I'll get into why that kind of came into my brain in a minute. Um, but before that, I, I wanted to ask a different question that I have been kind of thinking about uh, as I'm looking ahead at kind of, I'm, I'm in a bit of a transitionary period in my life and I'm thinking about what's coming next for me and how I want to prepare for it and what I might want to leave behind in this, this current expectedly pre like will be pre previous era of my life. Um, <clears throat> and so uh, with that in mind, I was thinking about habit building, thinking about like, how do you really, I, I don't, I personally don't really believe in the idea that, that humans change so much. I think we grow and we grow in the directions that we put energy into. And you can certainly, particularly if you are growing in a direction and you unlearn stuff, some things, some like toxic things in that direction and choose to grow in a different direction, that the end result of that can look very much like you have changed. Uh, but I think that the idea, uh, this is going in a weird tangent that I did not even mean to go in, but the idea that like humans are capable of like, you, you don't like that about yourself, just change. I feel like that creates a lot of pressure that I don't love leading into. So I, I personally prefer the idea that we grow, we don't change. Mm. Um, so I, I hmm, so cool. So within that vein, I was thinking about uh, things that I want to grow into and things that I want to grow away from, I guess. And that really gets into the idea of, of habit building, which Bennett, you know something about. He may have written a book on it. <laughs> yeah, to be clear, I, I, I am not some certainly master of <laughs> habits and I have the <laughs> most wonderful life because of it or anything like that. But yeah, I, I do think about habits a lot and have mm. written about habits, mostly writing for myself. <laughs> yeah, habits are really hard. They're like really, really hard to, to maintain and hold on to and also to like commit to without guilt, mm -hmm. I guess, of like mm -hmm. pressure to maintain and like feeling bad if you don't, you know, all the things. Um, but yeah, so particularly what I've been thinking about is this idea of there's kind of like two avenues that I've been thinking about of, as I kind of said, like things that I would like to traits or ideas or, or behaviors that I would like to grow into and potentially traits and behaviors and ideas that I would like to grow away from, um, which can as we, we briefly spoke about it before stream of uh, stream, whoops, uh, before <laughs> recording, uh, worlds combined. Yep. <laughs> um, but we briefly talked about like, it, it can kind of be boiled down to good habits versus bad habits. Um, and I don't think that there's any like moral superiority uh, between like going for a good habit versus like going away from a bad habit at all. Um, but I'm curious if, if you have thought about it in that context and if you've had more success with one versus the other, or if there's like like specific difficulties or pitfalls that you've encountered with, with one or the other, or if it's all just really difficult and good luck. <laughs> <laughs> um, high level. Sure. <laughs> it's all difficult. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> it was a shocking turn of events. Life is hard. <laughs> yeah. I would say, mm, 
Well, it totally depends on the habit, doesn't it? Mm. But like sometimes breaking, well, we'll use the term breaking, but like growing away from bad mm. habits can be harder than forming new habits. A new mm. habit is like a net new thing in your life that you can like take on and enjoy, right? Like, mm. uh, especially if it's a habit that's like, shows Bringing reasonable benefit. benefit to you yes. like regularly like <laughs> going and doing archery every week like that was an easy habit for you to adopt right, right yes um whereas i don't know mm -hmm. some type of breaking a bad habit like obviously there's like some of the classic bad habits of like addiction which are like incredibly hard to break right mm -hmm. but like other you know other bad habits can be equally hard because habits gain momentum i feel like mm. you know like you've got a certain just way of doing things and you're constantly I don't know, certain things remind you of the bad habit that you mm. have and stuff like that, or just like you can non-thinkingly go into the bad habit and then be like, oh, I thought I wasn't trying not to do that, you know, yeah. but I thought yeah. I wasn't doing this no more brain. Why are yeah. we doing this? Mm. So I think, I think bad habits are hard to leave, harder to leave behind than good habits are to mm. adopt. I would say generally, but I don't. Mm. I mean, yeah, and it's probably, it's different person to person, I'm sure, as well. Yeah, habit but that, habit. Yeah, I guess that also makes sense of, like, the, there's brain chemistry to it, right? Of, like, building yeah. a habit actually changes, like, creates a, a canal in your brain. I don't know, yeah. I don't, I don't remember where I, where I read that. I feel like that might be fake. <laughs> but that was how I was taught it, is that when you have a habit that already exists, your brain is expecting you to function in that way. And so, yeah. like, ease of use, it just kind of shunts you down that path. And so breaking a bad habit or grow, growing away from a bad habit is genuinely growing your, like training your brain to physically be different. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Mm -hmm. Like something about, uh, you know, I'm not a, a neuroscientist, so I don't know either, but like, you know, we are experts right. in all things and that <laughs> is our promise to you listener. <laughs> brain canals. Yeah. What can we say? <laughs> Yeah, I think that's right. The, 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 like the, the connections in your brain do get stronger the more you use them. That's mm -hmm. definitely a thing that I've heard. And, and so like if you keep reinforcing the same habit, you're going to keep making those connections stronger and stronger. Um, and sometimes that works for you. Sometimes it works against you. And then interestingly, sometimes I think this is maybe a niche and fairly rare for me to say this, but like Ooh. our the thing that used to be a good habit, and maybe this isn't that rare, actually. Mm. I'm starting to think of more examples. The thing that used to be a good habit that really served us in a past moment is now the thing that we need to grow away from. Oh, yeah. Uh, and well, wait, are... What's an example for you for that? Well, I would say, hmm, like, I had a moment uh, growing up of, like, I, I really wanted um, to be, like, independent from my parents like mm. financially and i think it it made a lot of sense for me at that moment in my life and um and there are reasons why i felt like i needed to establish that independence from my from my family and and really secure myself like you know know what i was doing financially and be frugal and all that kind of stuff and i think i overdid it and now it doesn't serve me as much anymore in mm. terms of like you know now you're just being cheap or like <laughs> you know you're being <laughs> you're being frugal in a way that limits the fun you can have in mm. life or like your fulfillment, your enjoyment um, of various things. And so like, that's been one that I'm unlearning now of like, mm. it's going to be okay if we spend some money here or something yeah. like that. Um, I feel like that's a, that's a pretty classic one as well of like getting, yeah, getting into that. But yeah. And, and this gets really deep and into psychology and, and 
places that we're definitely almost <laughs> certainly not qualified to talk about. Um, like, especially when you think about trauma, right? And like yeah. certain trauma responses that really served you in the moment um, or in that certain time period, but that now, you know, still live in your body, but you yep. need to, you know, find a way to release. Find a way yeah. to move on from, yeah. Uh, not to, well, no, to do exactly that, to bring it back to Instagram. Um, <laughs> they're one of my, my absolute favorite artists, um, that, uh, I know their work from Instagram. They're, um, they're named Rich, uh, their, their like brand is called Brigida. Um, they do these really beautiful diagrams of, um, of certain emotional moments that are some like akin to this. So the one that is coming to mind for me now, um, they have this, this like, Two, th two panels that they've drawn and um one is like like you know splotches in red and one is splotches in blue and there's an original caption that says um like bad behaviors good behaviors and then they've scratched that out and said things that used to keep me safe things that keep me safe now hmm. um and to like in a, in a way of trying to release the idea of like I'm, I'm mad at myself for doing this thing. That's obviously not ha like good for me. And it's like, but you're doing that for a reason. It, it used yeah. to be the thing that keep, keeps you safe. It used to be the right choice. And that makes sense. And that you can honor that without like getting upset with yourself as you move away from it. It's, yeah. it's so hard. It's so hard to, to grow, but also <laughs> exist. Because yeah. The end being result. an adult is just really messy, right? Oh man. Yeah, yeah. truly. All right. And on that note, let's get into the thing that we're supposed to actually be, uh, I don't know, qualified to talk about. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm curious, actually, because this, this next part of the discussion is going to go a little philosophical as well. So, mm -hmm. like, you know, how qualified are we to, well, to tell other people what to do? But Oh, well, we're not at all. No one's qualified to tell anyone what, what to do. do. Like, to even give advice, but let's let's see where we get here. Sure, but I think that I mean, like, I'm actually really excited about this conversation because I feel like I love it when we come from like totally different thoughts on something. Because I feel like that at the very least, it's like, well, if we're giving advice to anyone, it's like we're talking to each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Everyone else can take it or leave it, but but we're gonna we're gonna have an interesting conversation. Yeah, that's um, a nice framing. It's this is you and me, Lily, having, yeah, <laughs> having an interesting conversation between friends. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um. So okay. So this. We've like touched upon it a little bit in a, in a couple of different ways of like, it is, is your work, is your career even a place where you should be looking for meaning? And I think like you, at the end of the day, you just spend so many hours of your life doing your job that like, I would hope so. Um, but the reason that this kind of came more into focus again for me is because I was talking to some of my coworkers at my cafe job um, about this podcast and what we're talking about and got into asking them, you're like, have, like, where do you guys find meaning in your lives? And um, for both of the people I was talking to, um, who both have, have worked in like a myriad of different areas, um, they they both kind of came to the conclusion of like, well, I that's just like not why I work. Like I work to make money to survive capitalism and I'm doing that and I try to have a good time and like not be a dick. Um, and then when I think about what actually brings meaning to my life, it, it all happens elsewhere. Uh, which I think is the case for a lot of people. And as we've said, you know, like if the meaning that you find from your software career is the amount of money that you're able to make, great. Like that is a really powerful thing, a really powerful tool to, to change your, to change lives. And like that can't really, I don't, I don't want to discount that. Um, but yeah, so like I, it's an interesting question of, of like, 
are there, is it really that there's just kind of like one batch of jobs, like one type of job that you're not like, you're not, you're not going to be finding meaning in there. And that's not why you're going to work. And that's fine. Versus jobs that, that do have the potential to, to make meaning. Is it person to person and anyone can find meaning anywhere? Should we really, or, or are we really setting ourselves up for failure, trying to find meaning in, in a, in a job um, that, that like base level, most, the vast majority of people who are working for money, the, the number one reason you're doing that, like, is, is I, I work to get paid. I need to pay my rent. I need to be, you know, thinking about my future. I need to make sure that I'm taken care of and the people I love are taken care of. Like I am, I am working to get money to those, to, to serve those goals. I would secondarily like to care about what I'm doing and feel good about what I'm producing for the world. Um, but are but, but, you know, no matter what your job in, in our society and in, in, in the U S in particular, like whatever job you do, you're going to be working in the system of capitalism. You're going to be doing certain things. And like, that's, you're not always going to feel great about it. And so are we kind of maybe setting ourselves up? And I don't necessarily agree with this, just pr- pr- asking the question, are we maybe setting ourselves up for failure, even trying to, to look for meaning in our careers? Yeah. Well, Okay. Hmm. A lot to talk about here. I would say, okay, my, my first point of clarification about what I think of when I talk about meaningful career, Mm -hmm. I guess, but also just meaning in, in our, in our, you know, our lives generally Mm -hmm. is like, um, it's almost like a, a micro versus macro thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like if you ask a person individually, are you, would you like to live a meaningful life? (laughs) The answer is going to be yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you also ask the person, ask most people, uh, do do you have a job? Do you anticipate working at some point in your life? And the answer will be yes. Right. So then we're going to have to Venn diagram a little bit here to say like, yes, I would like to live a meaningful life. And yes, I will be spending a decent portion of my life at a job. And, um, you could think about it like this. Mm-hmm. and never, and like my job is this soulless thing that, you know, sucks everything out of me. And then I find my meaning elsewhere, you know, mm-hmm. I go play soccer later on that evening, or I spend time with my kids or I, you know, visit my grandparents on the weekend and that's my meaning, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, that's possible. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to say that that's, that's not possible. You know, everybody, there's all sorts of mixes of people. Um, so that's There's the micro just, por- the right. micro part of it, right? Like on an individual level. And then we have a macro problem of like <laughs> saying like, can under the system of capitalism, mm. <laughs> you know, is my favorite thing start to meaning? any question, <laughs> you know, and I, 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 I feel like that's like a, maybe, uh, I don't know, conflating two mm. ideas, right. Of like, uh, you know, could would would meaning be easier to individually achieve under some different economic system? Who knows, right? We don't have very many, ex, you know, experiments <laughs> in other economic systems. Um, we do know that some countries that embrace slightly more socialist behavior tend to see higher happiness levels, but those mm-hmm. countries are also very much more homogenous. Um, and so there's yep. reasons why uh, their happiness levels might be more consistent across everybody. They seem, tend to be wealthier too. Mm. Um, so we don't have great, research on like, <laughs> is it, is capitalism making meaning pointless? But I don't, right. I don't know, but I don't think anything can make meaning pointless. Exactly. And I think so. like, like 
Yeah, no, certainly. Human beings are going to find meaning no matter no matter what situation we're in. That's true and I think that would be my like my one final question which is that uh I know you may feel like your cafe job is just serving coffee. I actually kind of don't. I yeah. really love or, my or my cafe job. Maybe yeah. <laughs> feel like it's just I just come in, I clock in, mm-hmm. I serve people coffee and then I leave, right? Um but like having a great interaction at a cafe can like totally oh, light up your day. Like 100%. It, you can, in some cases, I feel like baristas may have more of an impact on other people <laughs> and their day and how they feel and stuff like that mm-hmm. than a software developer who works on some API ever will. Right. Like I don't, when I'm browsing the internet and find something delightful, I don't go back and think, Oh, thank God for that back end developer, who, <laughs> you know, <laughs> made this possible, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah, I think, I, yeah, and I think that this is kind of like, I, I th- when I, when I was talking to my coworkers, I, and I asked about them finding meaning, and they both were like, really, really having a hard time with that question. And I kept trying to be like, like the smallest, the, like the smallest sense of meaning you could possibly find, like, like you brighten someone's day, like, and anything like that. And like, genuinely, I, I don't really feel like I can say I'm feeding people because I am I am putting the food that one of my coworkers just made with their hands into a bag and handing that bag to someone else most of the time. Um, but like the coworkers I was were, was talking to, they both work in the kitchen. Like they are they are genuinely making food for people. Like that that in and of itself, I think matters. Um, and I I think particularly with this group of people, like we're certainly brightening each other's day. I feel like that's really like. I, that's meaningful too. Yeah. yeah, like that's absolutely meaningful too. I think just a lot of like we discount just human interaction as a really beautiful thing. That's a really beautiful thing. And it doesn't need to be like deep and, you know, years of history, years of friendship um, to, to really brighten a person's day. It can be, I feel like, I, I don't know, I've, it's so interesting, the the idea of like, surface what was it surface level networks it's like broad broad networks versus deep networks Mm. there's a lot of conversation about it that i am not remembering that i feel like i read about five years ago um (laughs) but that like i i think i think it's actually kind of exactly though what i was looking for when i went to find a job in in my neighborhood of like i was i was not anticipating that engaging people with people as a barista would make you know deep lasting friendships in my life I was I was anticipating the kind of you know quote-unquote surface level interactions um and 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 that's what I get with a lot of the customers and it brightens my day too like when someone's nice to you it feels nice like Mm -hmm. that's that's doesn't have to be more than that yeah I think one other point that I is interesting because we were talking earlier about how you, you um your coworkers said or like people may say generally like I do my job for money, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I would say I, I, I don't do my job for meeting. Like, it's, right. not, like <laughs> you know, it's not the reason that I go spend eight hours a day at work, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like, I also, I also need to make money and, and yes. you know, support myself and survive. And I would like those eight hours to be meaningful, meaningful, or at least the very least pleasant, right? Like, yes, you know, endurable. Yes, 100%. I think that there, I think the the root of both of those things is like, there is meaning in like, there, 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 there can be meaning in just pleasantness. 
Like mm-hmm. it doesn't, it, the, the reaching, reaching a point of this is pleasant. It can be enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I feel like, yeah. But, and I, I, my, I think that the, the question comes from like, yeah, I 100% agree. I think the, the follow-up then becomes, I, I think that for a lot of people, particularly in maybe, maybe it's like more white, white collar jobs or, or tech in general, maybe it's tech in general, particularly also because there's such a sense or there, there was, or there has been such a sense of like, Silicon Valley is going to change the world. Like we're, we're, we're made. Oh, sure. Disrupt. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Disrupt to like make everything better. And it's like, okay, your, your motto is literally like go fast and break things. That's not going to not have bad consequences for some subset of people. But anyways, I digress. Um, the, the follow-up question for me is like the, I feel like we've talked before definitely on the podcast about, um, how if you like, there's such a, a push, particularly in the millennial generation, there was such a push to like find a job that you that you care about, that you have, that you like are passionate about, you find the meaning in, and then work feels less like work. And and it's not that I disagree with that, but it's that that can create an opportunity for a lot more exploitation of like I am willing yes. to be more exploited, or I'm I'm going to exploit myself because I care about the mission of this job. Um, and I'm wondering if this idea, this push on the other side of you, you absolutely can find meaning in your job. And like, there has to be a job out there that you will find meaningful that will like hit all these boxes for you. Is that creating more anxiety and pressure and perhaps opportunity for exploitation? Um, when, when it might be that like, that pleasantness is enough that, that like we, there's, there's different, not that pleasantness is enough 100% of the time for every person every day, but that, this idea that there must be some job out there, almost like there must be some job out there with no bullshit, right? Like there must be some job out there that will make me feel fulfilled. And I don't think that we're peddling that. Like we talk very, very consistently about the like internal actions and, and choices and things that, that I as an individual want to be thinking about to try and make sure that whatever my job is, where, whatever I'm doing, wherever I am, I will be able to find meaning even if the meaning is just pleasantness there i feel like there's there's like generally outside of this podcast this sense of like pressure combined with finding meaning that that doesn't necessarily serve us that might be a a a um a habit that we built in early millennial years of like I don't want a soulless corporate job like my parents, you know, like, like, you know, like, like the, the, the earlier generation. I want to care about what I'm doing. Those eight hours are eight hours of my life and they pile up. I want to care about it. Yeah. I almost feel like it, it almost matches in a way that I didn't think about before of like that the, the desire to care about what you're doing for 40 hours a week is an absolutely valid desire. Um, but have we almost pushed it in this way or has it been kind of manipulated and pushed back onto us in a way that, doesn't necessarily serve us the way that we would want it to. Yeah. Well, I'll say to our audience, uh, stay tuned because you and I and Lily have not talked about this, but I have like an entire idea <gasps> for an episode that we should do around this. So like, oh my God. Let's, let's, let's record it and, Amazing. And, uh, and come back to it. Um, but I'd say yes. Like I, I'm in all of the things that I write and when we try to record together and stuff like that, I'm very careful to avoid the word passion. I, mm. I, do not mm. like this whole theory that you can find something that you'll love and that you will uh, you will never work a day in your life because you're so passionate and fulfilled, right? Right. 
um, I, I don't think there's any job out there that is just like pure bliss the whole time <laughs> or anything even close to it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I do tend to think much more in terms of like, I, I, I need to have a job and I would like to have some meaning in my life. And so can I make them be the same thing? Like be as close as possible to the same thing or, or find ways to create meaning even within a job that's maybe necessarily isn't like the thing that, uh, that I like want to be doing like point well taken though, about like, there's pressure for sure. There's pressure, um, to try to find something like that. And I think it, it's less about like discovering some magical job out there that exists that you just haven't found yet. And it's much more about saying, here's the thing that I'm currently doing and how can I make it just like, you know, incrementally, just like a little bit better. Um, yeah. Not that we give out relationship advice, but that that this sounds very similar to relationship advice sure, too. Yeah. It applies in relationships, applies in friendships, it yeah. applies in you know like life basically, like how like habits. Going back to the yeah. beginning, you know, you don't have to overhaul your entire life and change everything about yourself all mm -hmm. at once, right? It's like how can I make it incrementally just a little bit better, like grow a little bit in that direction that I wanted. Yeah, yeah, I think that's all true. Wonderful. Well, I really, I really enjoyed this episode. Thank you for, for talking through this with me, Bennett. <laughs> yeah. Take it back to your coworkers and see what they have to say about. Oh yeah. No, they're not going to care. <laughs> they're, they're gonna be like, no, no, no. I'm not going to have, don't have them listen to it. Just tell them what we Oh said. no, no, I know. They're going to, they're going to have a very snarky, hilarious response of like, I don't even want to hear it. That's not why. <laughs> they're great. I really enjoy my coworkers. All right, all right thank you all so much for listening uh to tune in we're good i am excited to to see what what happens next on the podcast thanks everybody yep. see y'all next week bye bye